Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Good Tuesday morning. Negative sentiment continues to hang over the stock markets this morning. Tokyo, Seoul, Sydney, they're all in the red. Seoul is leading the way downwards. The Kospi is trading off 0.8%. In Tokyo, the Nikkei is down about half a percent. Joining me now as we take a look at what is behind the selling pressure and also shine a light on some sectors that are rising is Ryan Huang. Good morning. Morning, Michelle. U.S. stocks were routed overnight as the selling, which began yesterday here in Asia, continued on Wall Street. The Nasdaq dropped more than 3.5%. The tech-heavy Nasdaq is now 20% below the record high that it set last November, officially putting it into bear market territory. The S&P 500 Dow suffered heavy selling as well. So what changed between Friday and today to really provoke the sell-off? And what was the immediate impetus? Uh, the turmoil really intensifying in the past 24 hours or so. That's around some headlines coming through. And this includes the Biden administration talking about banning energy products from Russia as well as oil imports. So you might remember sanctions being put forth by the US and European allies. Uh, so everything, almost everything was sanctioned except oil and energy. Now they are talking about energy and oil. So this really puts a bit of a the oil situation back into the equation where we might see tighter supplies. And another headline coming forth on that front is how Europe is talking about dependence, just cutting off Russian imports totally. And this is looking at plans to reduce their dependence by up to 80% this year and complete independence by 2030. So with those plans in motion, it really sends some jitters higher around how we might see oil prices go up with a tighter supply. And that is what we are seeing right now. Oil prices hitting $138 before pairing back some gains. And that's at least for Brent. And you've got right now WTI trading um, slightly higher this morning. So all in, we are looking at around 12 or 13 year highs. And with more news coming forth, it could be quite a choppy ride. As you mentioned, a bipartisan group of lawmakers in the US have reached an agreement that if passed, would bar imports of Russian energy and suspend normal trade relations with Russia and Belarus. This would cause US tariffs on Russian products to jump more than tenfold from 3 to 33%. The price of West Texas and Brent crude, meanwhile, both currently trading above 120 US dollars a barrel. When prices rise, there always seem to be traders who think they will rise higher, particularly if you look at the futures market. So Ryan, just how high do traders think the price of oil may go to? Okay, so I'm looking at some of the forecasts and this coming through, for example, one of them uh, you've got from JP Morgan talking about $185 a barrel. But we do have more bullish outlooks um, out there. And if you look at some of the contracts being bought up for futures, many of them are placing bets on $200 a before the end of this month. So this is just uh, three weeks away. And right now we are looking at prices at 125. So you are looking at quite a bullish outlook, at least least based on the futures. So if you look at the May Brent futures at $200 a barrel, you've got those prices to buy those contracts jumping 152%. 
for contracts at $150 a barrel for the brand, June brand crudes. That more than doubled. And for the $180 call options, uh, you've got them jumping 110%. So all in, you've got very bullish bets being placed on where prices of oil will go next. I mean, what do you think of this? $200 a barrel this month. I would not rule it out. Based on what I've been seeing, um, you do have some arguments that prices will go up if Mm. uh, supplies do get tightened. But we do have a couple of other parts in the equation. And this includes how talks are going on between the US and Iran uh, around their nuclear arrangements. So if things progress well, we could see Iran back in the equation for global supply. And we could see them just alleviate some of those tightness in the supply equation. So that could go some way to um, just reducing the pressure on oil prices upwards. And also the other part of the equation is demand. Will Mm. we see enough demand commanding those higher oil prices? Because at some point, when it gets high enough, people will just not buy as much oil. So that is the other part. And of course, where the economy is headed as well. If economy slows down enough that there is not as high as we expected for oil in terms of demand, we could also see that tapering off at some point. A lot of moving parts here when it comes to markets and oil supplies. And another factor to consider beyond Iran is Venezuela. With the US moving to shut Russia's oil spigots to the West, there is also talk that US sanctions on Venezuela could be relaxed, allowing for more supply into the market. All right, let's take a closer look at uh, what's selling on Wall Street. As we mentioned at the top of the show, the Nasdaq is now in a bear market and some tech stocks are down as much as 75% from their record highs last year. Ryan, which companies are amongst the high Hit. Yeah, it's a bit of a bloodbath on markets, uh, especially for tech stocks. So if you look at some of the names out there, among them, Snowflake, and they are more than 50% off their 52-week high, which was reached in November. Another one is Wish. You might have bought some stuff on Wish. It's a discount mobile commerce app. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, now trading at $1.99. And you might remember them trading back when it launched its IPO at around $24 and then as high as $32.85, now at $1.99. So a great sale if you're thinking about a huge discount. Wish is on that list. Robin Hood, also a big favorite in recent years. Uh, It is down 70% from its IPO price. It started trading back in July and is down 87% from its record high in August. Uh, Another name to keep in mind is Stitch Fix. Uh, In 2020, that year, it more than doubled in value. It's all part of a broad rise in e-commerce names. But since January 2021, it's been on a bit of a downward um, trajectory. It is now down 85% from a year ago and over 90% from its record a couple of months earlier. So a lot of tech names just being battered right now. Yeah, it's a long list. Now, if we look at US futures trading, the major indices are still trading lower, although the drops are relatively muted compared to last night's onslaught. Nasdaq futures off 0.4%. So which, with tech stocks down this much, Ryan, is now the time to go bargain hunting. I mean, do you see good value out there? Okay, you have to be very selective. And when you look at the plunge in tech stock names, there are many reasons for um, the drop. And if you look at, for example, I talked about Wish just now. Um, it was uh, trading as high as 32.85. 
at $1.99. It is compounded by other issues as well. It's facing intensifying competition. Uh, if you look at its recent earnings, revenue plunged 64%. So it's not just a wider, broad sentiment. You've got the fundamentals to look at. Mm-hmm. So if those fundamentals don't make sense anymore after those um, COVID boom years especially, mm-hmm. it is not a value or at least not much as um, what it might have been worth previously in terms of value. So if you look at what might be worth looking at is um, those stocks that will be fundamental to the future business landscape. Things like cloud computing, software that businesses will continue to use. Um, So these could include the likes of maybe Snowflake. Um, That's one of the um, stocks people are watching out for very closely and anything to do with data analytics. So along those lines, you could see value um, if they are battered alongside other tech names. One sector of the market that has been doing well is energy. We looked at this last week, by the way, in Money and Me. Oil counters continue to be bought up, and that extends to trade here in Singapore as well. Ryan, what are some of the locally listed stocks that have benefited? Yeah, they have been on a good run uh, alongside higher oil prices. Among those names, Rex International. Uh, We saw it in action yesterday as much as an 11.5% rise hitting an intraday high of 48 and a half cents. And San Marine also trading higher, up 6.6%. And you've got RH Petrogas, another hot favorite in recent days. Mm. Uh, that rose 24.2%. Intara Resources climbed as much as 20.8%. Another name, GSS Energy, that was up 58 So it looks like oil is the flavor of the week. Indeed. As we think happy thoughts and rising share prices are often among them, my thoughts are shifting to Cupertino, California, where Apple is holding its first launch event of the year tonight. Singapore consumers always get excited when Apple unveils new products. So what's on the cards? A low-cost iPhone, it seems, could be in the works, right? Yeah, every time we get an Apple event, there is so much speculation about what might come forth. And I guess Apple does... Try to feel those uh, speculative rumors as a form of marketing. And it looks like we've got some reports coming out that we could see a cheaper iPhone that will have 5G support. And this will also have a faster processor, improved cameras. And this is going to be likely called the iPhone SE. Also, watch out for a new iPad Air. And this will pretty much retain the same design but have an additional optional 5G support the Apple A15 chip, and also what's called center stage for the FaceTime camera. Maybe you could get also a new Mac with with an Apple Silicon chip uh, as part of a broader refresh of the Mac lineup. And one more thing I'm looking out for is the new iOS update, which uh, is expected to see features like being being able to unlock your devices even if you are wearing a mask. So some fancy features to look forward to. Yes, and allowing anyone with an iPhone to accept credit card payments. It'll be good for small businesses. You won't need additional hardware that you have to tack on your, to your phone to do that. All right, in addition to low-cost iPhones, uh, we've taken any other new products caught your eye? Okay, I guess um, the other thing that's catching my eye is um, what they are doing in terms of Russia. They are cutting off 
business in Russia. So I don't think the Russians will be, be getting any of these new products or um, features, at least for now. And I think uh, that's pretty much it. I'm I not expecting... with new colours, huh? I'm not expecting many surprises this time around because when they do the event um, in March, it's typically lower key than the other um, launches in June or the big one is when they have the run-up to the Christmas holiday uh, spree. So that is the bigger ones, which typically has um, bigger surprises and bigger impact announcements. So for this one, I'm just expecting some slight tweaks and more and moderate um, changes. Let's take the conversation to India now, where the potential listing of the National Stock Exchange has suffered a potential blow. And it's one that could lead uh, end up in criminal court. The exchange's former chief executive and former chief operating officer have both been arrested. What's the charge? Okay, this is an interesting one because it involves a Himalayan yogi. So what happened apparently is the CEO of the National Stock Exchange of India apparently was seeking advice and following the advice of this yogi for many years. And it also involves a lot of um, questionable um, corporate governance lapses and something involving high-frequency traders where apparently special privileged access was given to them to just get extra speed or being able to put in extra orders ahead of other people. So you've got many corporate governance lapses in focus here uh, and the CEO, Chitra Ramakrishna, now arrested to further those investigations. Indeed, uh, the leak of confidential information, uh, giving access to some brokers, giving them preferential access through a co-location facility, all part of uh, what's being investigated as well. We'll keep an eye on that. In the meantime, the Indian rupee has sunk to a record low. Analysts say India is one of the most vulnerable countries in Asia to an oil price surge why is that and why has it sparked a sell-off in the rupee? Yeah, the problem here that India faces is that it has to import a lot of the oil that it needs. So this means higher prices, not great news for the rupee. And right now, we are looking at a rupee on Monday declining as much as 1.1% to 76.98 per dollar. And this is set to be under more pressure as we've seen how oil prices are continuing to go up even more. All right, it's time for Up or Down, our look at corporate news, game show style. Let's look at Bed Bath & Beyond, Ryan. All right, Bed Bath & Beyond is up big time Mm. and we saw the share price higher by 34%. And this is around news that Ryan Cohen, the GameStop chairman, has bought a large stake in the retailer and reports have uh, put it down as 10% and he is making some moves to um, turn around the company. Yeah, spinning off its bye-bye baby chain as well. <laughs> Unfortunate name that. All right, let's look at Uber. All right, Uber is an up for me. It's raising its first quarter outlook on strong ridership and delivery growth. It looks like it's seeing some signs of um, an economy improving, people taking more rides, people ordering more food, and mm. that's apparently going to be a good year for Uber. Indeed, more people are going out and Uber is adjusting its projected earnings upwards by an additional 20 million US dollars as a result. So up for me when it comes to Uber. Uh, can't all be up though. Let's look at Samsung. Yeah, I'm afraid it's down for Samsung. It has suffered a 
cybersecurity breach, mm-hmm. and this apparently exposed internal company data, including the source code for the operation of its Galaxy smartphone. So. I, I guess you would imagine this would happen one day. Samsung finally um, suffering a major data breach. Indeed. So a down for Samsung. So that breach um, has allowed hackers to gain access to some source codes of Galaxy branded smartphones and other devices. On that note, let's look at a cybersecurity company called Mandiant. Okay, Mandiant is one of the high-profile companies um, because they linked China to an international cyber spying incident back in 2013 or 2014. So they are in the news again. And this is around how they are a potential target for Google to be bought up. So it's an up for me. Yep. Definitely. That uh, On the back of that news, Mandian shares are up more than 16% overnight. One last question for you, Ryan, before we check in on the markets. What do dental care and chili crab have in common? Lots of flossing, I imagine, after a big meal. And I think uh, this is making the headlines with um, how Q&M Dental, its CEO, is taking a huge stake, 29%, in no signboard holdings. For a total consideration of $1. So what do you make of Dr. Ng's investment in no signboard? Well, it looks like a very interesting transaction because it's only a dollar, but it's taking a huge 29% stake. But you have to remember, no signboard is not doing well right now. So he does have to figure out what he wants to do with a stake, whether um, that will mean he will be investing more in future. And also worth noting who he's buying the stake from. It is from the controlling shareholder, Gu Gong. And Gu Gong currently holds, before the sale, 54.9% of no signboard and Gugong is um, being run by Lim Yong Sim, the CEO of no signboard and the COO Lim Dae Hoon. So there is a transaction happening here. There is also a condition attached to it where Dr. Ng will need to extend an interest-free unsecured loan of $2.6 million to the company. So it looks like he is quite invested in no signboard for various reasons. All right, let's turn to Singapore now. 23 minutes into the local trading day, the Straits Times Index fell 1.2% yesterday to 31.87. That's not great, but it's significantly better than markets in Hong Kong, in Tokyo, in Seoul, in Shanghai, which tumbled more. So Ryan, how is the STI trading this morning? Is it recouping any of its recent losses or is it falling further? I'm afraid pretty much in line with the rest of Asia, it is down and we've got the STI lower by 0.3%. Uh, interestingly, if you look at STI though, it's pretty much split across the middle between red and green. So let's take a look at the bottom first. You've got Hong Kong land down 1.7%, followed by UOB down 1.2%. And you've got not too far behind, Jardine Circle and Carriage, Capital DC Reed, Dairy Farm, uh, this down 0.8%. Uh, DBS also lower, continuing the Trajectory for the local banks down 0.8% at 31.66. Okay, let's take a look at the top of the table. Maple Tree Logistics Trust is up 1.1%, followed by Capitaland Invest, higher by 1.1%. Singtel in the green by 0.8% at 253. So the other thing we are looking out very closely is what's happening 
on the oil space. Um, a lot of um, companies with exposure there just riding the gains from higher oil prices. So let's take a look at what's happening for Rex International is giving back some of those gains right now, down 1%. And let's go at RH Petrogas. It's up by 1.2%. So you've got a bit of a mixed picture forming right now today for those oil and gas plays. And it looks like Marcus adjusting to all the headlines how the US might be banning imports of energy products and oil from Russia. So a lot in the mix as we see the day unfold. Indeed. Thanks very much, Ryan Huang. Still to come, we take a look at the Russian invasion of Ukraine, its impact on commodities, futures. Uh, we'll also take a look at the price of oil and, and what all that means for you as an investor. We'll also examine the performance of physical gold and silver, tracking how they've done in the last two years and whether or not uh, they can sustain current bullish prices. That's all coming up at 10.05 in Money and Me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.